come to kindergarten class. The Developmentally Appropriate Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we have a really exciting interview. We're going to talk to Heidi from Heidi Songs. Oh, I'm excited. I love Heidi songs. I love Heidi songs too. And the kids love her songs so much. They do. They bake for they them. They do. They're just <laughs> excited about them. And my daughter learned them all in preschool and she sings them over and over and over and over again. And I think it's funny to watch your daughter, um, the four-year-old, mm-hmm. watch Heidi's songs alphabet. I watched it with her not long ago. And... She'd get to the letter and go to another letter. And she like she said, "That's the same girl that did the letter B." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the next person came on. Well, this person does letter A, C, R, and K. <laughs> That's my daughter. She's very interested in people and what they look like and what they do. She's my yeah, little people and... watcher. <laughs> <laughs> and Heidi's redoing most of, not all of her videos with animation. And they're really fun. Yeah. So I, I think everybody will be really interested to hear the story of how she came up with Heidi songs in the first place. I'm excited. All right. Let's listen. Well, my name is Heidi Butkus with a B-U-T-K-U-S. Goodness sakes, I hate it when people misspell my name. <laughs> and... Um, I'm a teacher. I've been teaching um, since 1985, for goodness sakes, and um, with only a few years off in between to raise my children. And um, I've taught kindergarten most of the time, but I taught first grade when I started off for about five years, and then I taught um, a parent participation preschool for taught kindergarten for 20 years and then I took a leave of absence for two years so I could travel and do some teacher trainings and then I missed the kids and I went back and um, then they put me in a first and second grade combination class and then um, second grade last year and now finally next year I get to go back and they put me in TK which is transitional kindergarten. Oh that'll be fun. No, I'm so excited to go back to the little ones. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but as far as how I got started using music in the classroom, um, as I was teaching kindergarten, um, I started just making up little songs on the fly to Mm -hmm. help my kids learn. And um, it was a matter of just getting frustrated and not being able to help kids remember things. And I remember distinctly sitting in front of the word wall and trying to get kids to write a simple sentence, you know, something like the pig is pink or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And the kids saying, how do you spell the? I'm thinking, oh, it's on the word wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to get them to find it, copy it, you know, it's like, Find it is one step, copy it is another. There's three letters, and every time they would look down to copy one letter, they had to look up and find it again, you know? Uh (laughs) And um, they, how do you spell the? How do you spell the? And out of frustration, I just blurted out, T-H-E, T-H-E, I can spell the, (laughs) T-H-E. And 
And they just kind of sat up and looked at me and and they all started chanting T H E T H E. I can spell the T H E. <laughs> and they started singing it to themselves, and then they started singing it to each other. And then, pretty soon, my hands started moving along with it, and shaking my finger and pointing to myself, and you know those kinds of silly things that we teachers of young children always do mm-hmm. are singing. And you know, then I saw a child run across the room and he says, hey, to his friend, and he's taught him the song. <laughs> Pretty everybody in the whole class knew the song and they all could spell, read, and write the word the. And I thought to myself, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, hmm, okay. Then I tried to teach him S E E, S E E. I can spell C S E E, and they all just stared at me <laughs> like I was crazy. <laughs> that did not work. It just it just didn't work. Uh-huh. Um, it was like used masking tape. You know, mm-hmm. everything just falls off. You know, mm-hmm. it just doesn't stick. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I wondered why. And I thought, well, you know, and I really, really tried to make that work, and it just couldn't, it just wouldn't work. And mm-hmm. after a while, I thought, okay, so maybe a different tune. And it took me about six months to come up with another tune. Mm-hmm. You know, these days, I come up with another tune, you know, on the fly, pretty uh-huh. much. But I, I finally blurted out, I can spell C-S-E-E, all you need is an S-E-E. And that did it, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, when I started realizing how much easier it was for them to learn the sight words via song and spell them rather than find the silly thing on the word wall mm-hmm. um, and copy it, mm-hmm. I started making up the songs, um, you know, really trying to make up the songs mm-hmm. rather than having them come to mind while I was teaching. And the kids would start saying, what's the song for my, what's the song for, you know, have, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, and I'm like, ah. the kids would, I would say, I don't have one for that word. And they would start saying, go home tonight and make one up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> you know, and um, we had only, I remember maybe 23 sight words at the time. And I I thought, you know, if I put my mind to it, I could probably create a song for every single one of these words. And um, so at the time, my daughters, my three daughters were in beginning band. Mm -hmm. And so, and they're all very near the same age because I have twins and another one that is a year older. She was 14 months old when they were born. You were a busy mom. I know. <laughs> it was an adventure in diapers and formula and all of those things. You know. uh, it was um, loads of fun looking back on it, and I would do it again in a minute, um, but it was hard, right? Yeah. So, uh, like running a, a very exclusive preschool in my own home. <laughs> but uh, at, at the time, the beginning band thing, I'm listening to Hot Cross Buns all the time, which is, you know, eh, eh, eh. Eh, 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 which is why I started doing the the song uh-huh. to to hot cross buns. It was you know? in your head. It was in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I started using all of their little beginning band songs for uh, um, 
song. So I really love tunes in my head, which is how I eventually came up with the S song for the, the snake charmer. For an S I make just a curvy little snake. <laughs> and then it repeats, for an S I make just a curvy little snake. And that snakey makes my knees a little shaky. For an S I make just a curvy little snake. And, and they love those. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so easy for me to just, everybody stand up, we're going to sing. It actually slowed me down once I got them on CD. Mm. Um, because I had to actually find them on CD. But um, I wound up <laughs> I wound up having the opportunity to record them because my husband knew that we had a neighbor with a recording studio in his garage. Mm-hmm. And he said, can you help Heidi make a background track for these, um, like a piano track for these songs? Because he knew that I was singing into a cassette player mm-hmm. on my lunch hour mm-hmm. to give my friends like a, you know, a reference tool to use these songs. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us didn't know the same songs that I knew. Mm-hmm. I guess they didn't have to in the beginning band, right? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, he says, sure. So um, Mike Cravens, he turned out to be a musician, a jazz improv musician with computer skills and a recording studio and a heart of gold. He's Mm like, oh, I want to help the teachers. Sure. So he creates a background track that sounds like an orchestra. Uh And then my daughters and I, my three daughters, went over to his garage and we sang. And then we sang again and doubled ourselves so it sounded like eight people instead of four. Uh-huh. And then he burnt it to a CD and sent me back across the street. And I'm looking at the CD in my hand going, wow, I have a CD. Then <laughs> <laughs> started getting, you know, I'm like, how do I make a copy of a CD? How do I put a label on a CD? How does this work? Then I'm starting to get, get calls from strangers I don't know how they got my number. We heard you have sight word spelling songs for all of the words in the Houghton Mifflin kindergarten program. Can I get a copy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So um, anyway, long story short, that's basically that's how I got started. And um, then um, after a while, I, I wound up, you know, I had so many songs in my head, you know. Mm-hmm. I had made them all, I had made, made them up for everything the kids needed to learn and written them down. I, I took piano lessons to figure out how to write everything down and improve my, my musical skills. Um, and we learned how to copyright things and learned what the copyright laws were so that I wouldn't infringe on any copyrights. And then in 2005, for Christmas, my husband made me a very basic website, and mm-hmm. he called it HeidiSongs.com. Mm-hmm. I was mortified. <laughs> <laughs> what Heidi songs? What do you mean, Heidi songs? I don't like that. <laughs> so, um, anyway, um, he that he said, well, Mike and I, we decided to brand it to you. I'm like, oh. great, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted Kinder music or something like that. Um, but anyway, 
um, one thing led to another. After a while, I thought it was the worst gift ever because all I did after that was work. <laughs> <laughs> all I did was, I mean, I'd, I'd come home, I'd check the website, I burned CDs, I filled orders, and then I went to bed. <laughs> you were busy. <laughs> I start. Yeah. And um, then a friend of mine um, at work, she says, you must present this at the kindergarten conference um, in California. You must present this to teachers. Nobody's going to want this. Nobody's going to want this. They're going to walk out and they're gonna throw tomatoes at me. You know, I'm scared. I don't want to do this. <laughs> and um, she said, I'll do everything. I will introduce you. I will make the handouts. I will do everything for you. And I said, all right, but I'm only doing it once. <sighs> so so <laughs> the room out at 100 people. I did two sessions. Both were packed. I, met, I burned CDs, brought them with me. I burned as much as I could until the CD burner broke on the computer. My husband refused to fix it because he said I was wasting my time and our money. And they were not going to sell. I, I sold everything I had and took orders for more. Came home with $3,000, laid it in front of my husband and said, I don't know what to do with this. I, I, we had to pay taxes. I, I didn't collect taxes on anything. I didn't have uh -huh. a business license. I, you know, it was like all of these things. I didn't take credit cards. I had no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. It was just a big mystery. And then I had to go back and pay Mike Cravens for his work. And, you know, it was just, well, that's my story. <laughs> Well, I certainly hope you're not burning every CD in your house in the evenings anymore. God, no. No. <laughs> so, yeah, eventually people are like, don't you have all these movements on video? And so my husband started making videos for me. They, we started on VHS and then moved to DVD. And now we're going to have, we, we've started moving to um, Vimeo. So now we're on internet streaming, but we also have DVD, but a lot of people don't have um, DVD players or um, actually a CD, you know, they don't have a, a CD mm -hmm. um, in their, um, they don't have a disc drive in their computer. Yeah. Because everything's digital. So yeah. now, um, on vimeo.com you can rent by the year so it's like seven dollars a year per dvd that's nice so, yeah it's i not ran into that because i'm starting this year and i ran into that in my new classroom there's no disc drives and there's no dvd player and there's an apple right. tv that'll stream things but that's it Right. And then the districts have all of those, um, you know, they have the Apple TV and everything, but they don't necessarily have the bandwidth. Mm -hmm. And so you have to actually check and see if, you know, while school is in session, does the school, the district have the bandwidth to support, you know, <laughs> what support that, that use. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it going to be without stuttering while all of the classrooms are using that, so, yeah. you know, the internet and everything heavily? Yeah. So, you know, and it's all journey. Everybody has to figure out how much bandwidth do you need? <laughs> right? Right. I mean, it's hard to predict how many teachers are actually going to be using all of these things, how many students are going to be online at the same time, and probably a steady increase year after year. So, um, you know, and internet can drop out at any time. Mm 
mm-hmm. any reason, right? Mm-hmm. It can happen anywhere. So um, you, every, everything is something you have to learn to deal with on your feet in the right. classroom. It's true. Adventures in technology. Yay. <laughs> I'm so used to using the DVD. For me, getting used to um, just doing everything online, it was, of course, um, a learning experience. Uh-huh. So, Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can see why so, you've had so much success because I love your songs, and anytime I use them in the classroom, I get at least two people coming up to me saying, where did you get that from? I need those. Those are amazing. Or parents saying, where did you get this song? My kid sings these songs all night long to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I'm glad to hear that. Um yeah, it's it's funny, you know, it's people say, I can't believe there's still people out there that haven't heard of this, you know, and yet I, I believe we've only scratched the surface. Um, there's no way you can know that you have, you know, gotten the word out, hey, this is a tool that, that you can use that's easy for, makes it easy for children to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about it is, is what we're doing is we're helping them memorize and what they need to do is think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Kids need to think and they need to think, speak, and play at that age. And, um, you know, it, it's tempting to think that they know everything because we've taught them to memorize. And they have to explain their reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things um, are so important um, in the classroom. And they have to make sure that you make room for those. And, um, you know... They may know it's a rectangle when they see it on the screen, but explaining why it's a rectangle and not a square is just as important as knowing it's a rectangle. You know, all of that is is very important. So it's just creating that balance that's important. Right, right. Can you talk a little bit about um, how important music is in the in the young classroom? Gosh, um, you know, music for me is a way to reach the children, to bond with the children, mm-hmm. especially in the first few days old, that um, it helps relax them. And that to me is, um, is gold, especially at the kindergarten level, because they come in and, you know, the early childhood, TK, pre-K, kindergarten, they come in and they're nervous. And it, it might be their very first school experience. They might be frightened. And mm-hmm. it can have a wonderful calming effect on a nervous child. And we know from research that children that are, that are nervous, um, if they're frightened or worried, they cannot learn. And they have to have those basic needs met. Um, music can create um, routine in the classroom that helps helps us um, give the security routines and predictability so that kids will know what happens next. And if you play music at predictable times of the day, like transition times or before or after seated lessons, it helps all of those feelings of um, calm and happiness and knowing that everything is right with the world. Um, They know what's going to happen next. It helps them relax and helps them learn, never mind um, the content of the song, which is helping them learn those basics that they need to learn anyway. But it's also really good for children who are learning language. Um, children who are learning English as a second language is, of course, a great way to, for them to learn, but it's also a great 
language developer for children who already have English as their first language because they're learning complete sentences that are grammatically correct, hopefully, (laughs) Um, that kind of thing. Um, Complete sentences that they can easily repeat back. And um, because they're set to music and because there's movements with them, um, they stick into long-term memory. Um, just like a jingle that you might hear on a commercial over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, it, it makes the repetition that they need less boring, right? Mm-hmm. It makes it interesting. And it creates the bonds in the classroom, a, a classroom culture for, for them. So if the class decides, a, a few class leaders decide that they all love this song and this is their song, you know, for then they're all going to have that unity to it creates a class culture. Oh, we all we all have to sing this song today mm-hmm. or every day we must sing this song because we all love it. Then that it helps create a feeling of family in that classroom that helps them work together and play together better, I think. Mm-hmm. Another good thing is that music is an instant attention grabber. And um, while it can be very difficult to capture the attention of a young child, um, that's it's very important in the classroom. And when they're mimicking your motions and they're looking at you and they're repeating the words of the song back to you, you know that you have their attention. There's no question that you've got them. And you can usually hold their attention then through to the end of the song, which might be two minutes. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and then you might be able to go on to the next song and hold their attention still more. So the longer you can hold their attention and keep them learning, the better, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, and the movement that is coupled with it maximizes learning, of course, because, you know, you're, it, it's releasing endorphins and adrenaline. It sends oxygen to the, to the brain. Um, it's maximizing the, the neural wiring throughout the whole body. And um, all of the good things about movement, you know, enhanced mood and better circulation and all of those things, those, those are, are great things for children considering, you know, the obesity rate and how much we need children to move. And it, it goes along with Go Noodle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very similar to Go Noodle except that it's all, always academically focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that whenever I get stressed out teaching, because some days are stressful, <laughs> I know that if I can just bring a little music in, just for me as the teacher, all of a sudden I get all these endorphins rushing into me, and I feel better, and I can see the kids mm-hmm. feeling better, and it just brings everything back. <laughs> and so whenever I'm having a bad or stressful day, I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to sing for a second, and we're going to dance, right. because we all need it right now. Right. Exactly. One of my friends that um, has been a teacher for a while, she told me once, she said, I don't have an aid, but you're my aid. (laughs) I put on the DVD when I need a break and it always holds the kid's attention and said, I can usually put it on while I'm cleaning up their centers or something like that. And they're happy and they're learning. Mm -hmm. And that usually does it for me. Mm -hmm. And um, felt good about that. Mm -hmm. So. And I, I love it for sight words too. I mean, I know you do songs for the alphabet and for management, and and I I think the sight words are dear to my heart because for some kids those are so hard 
because they break all the rules, but they're so common in their reading. And for some kids are fine, but for some kids, it's so hard to learn those sight words. But your songs are such amazing scaffolding for those kids who are having a hard time with them. Thank you. And, you know, they just seem to help so much. And for me, you know, they most of or so many of those songs just dropped into my head while I was teaching. I consider them to be a gift from God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and just mm-hmm. um, God just gave them to me knowing that I had the support system around me to to publish them. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we try really hard to keep them at an affordable price, knowing that teachers won't necessarily have the the funds to to get them with school, you know, school monies. Mm-hmm. Um, because the children do need them. And, you know, so we, we do our best um, to do that for teachers as much as we can. Right. That's so, that's so nice of you. <laughs> you know, I think $15 for an instructional DVD is not bad. No. Um, and then we have sales that go on all the time. Like there's one going on right now. Um, for 15% off, you know, it's just, it, I just don't think that it's a bad investment. Although I do know that some teachers get paid so little, they can't afford it anyway. I know. <laughs> and that is really sad. Yeah, it, really- it is. It is. That's a, that's a whole discussion for a whole other podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. You know, I, my goal would be to make enough money so that I could just, you know, take requests for funding, mm-hmm. you know, just say, okay, you know, here's your situation. Okay, you're working in this and that state, and you know you're making this, and I know you need it. So here, mm-hmm. you know. But we're just at that point right now. So yeah. uh, I would love to be at that point, but we're just not at that point. Right. So uh, we did get a great um, a great deal with Benchmark recently. So Benchmark called us. Benchmark Advance their mm-hmm. their new ELA curriculum. Mm-hmm. They, all the and um, actually wanted to license quite our videos into their curriculum that's exciting yeah and it's a national curriculum it's national ela curriculum and they licensed 136 songs from us for eight years oh that's exciting congratulations that's really that's really neat it's it's so exciting and it's so validating and it's really neat to see it up there on their website. So basically it's streaming for the districts that adopt it. Mm-hmm. And I assume that it's for all of the districts that adopt it, but I'm not positive because I don't know what deals they make with individual districts. Mm-hmm. But um, the songs that they did include in their curriculum, the ones that they purchased from us, then they're streaming on their website. That's exciting. Uh, free for the teachers that the districts adopted um, that curriculum. And it's um, included for um, TK, kindergarten, and first grade. But anybody from that district could go on there. And like if you're in fifth grade and you've got kids that don't know those words, you could still go on and use that, mm-hmm. um, use that resource. Mm-hmm. Well, before we go, you already shared a couple of your songs. Do you want to share a couple more? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I should actually pull a real one up, huh?
Um, this one, the ghost song, is one of my favorites. Let me play one more for you. Okay. G O. Go. DVDs are animated and we have new younger actors on there so it's not really me anymore but in the beginning it was always me and in block school the children from other classes would stop me and they'd point and they'd go I saw you on TV <laughs> <laughs> or they'd stop and they'd say I like the yellow song <laughs> <laughs> well thank you I like the go song I saw you I saw you you know um, other people coming into my classroom on um, back to school night or open house and um, a confused grandma going, she seems to think she saw you on TV. Did you help at her classroom? <laughs> <laughs> you're, just kind of and you're like, no, she really did see me on TV. <laughs> it's this one right here. <laughs> so. Anyway, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for sharing your story and for sharing your songs. Uh, I love them. They can on www.heidisongs.com. Okay, we'll send everybody there. We'd love to thank Heidi for doing this podcast with us and informing everyone about her story of Heidi songs. And telling us about how important music is in the classroom because... Music makes a huge difference to learning and brain growth and all those fun things. Well, and you can tell how important it is to her mm -hmm. because she's made a whole business out of, out of bringing music to kids' lives. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to learn more about us, you can go to kindergartenkiosk.com. And if you want to write to us and give us an idea for a future podcast, you can write to us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com. Remember the ESGI back-to-school special is still going on, that if you sign up for your free 60-day trial, that you will be put into a drawing for an Amazon gift card, whether you continue on with your subscription or not. And when you sign up, use, B co use code <laughs> B7227. That's B7227 to save you $40 when you decide to use this amazing product. And also, I'd like to do a shout out to Kamboo. It's kamboo.com. If you're looking for a great program that will help you communicate with parents, check it out. It, I don't have any special codes to give you, but <laughs> it's a program that I just love, and it's worth the dollar amount to pay for me to communicate with my parents. And parents really way. love Kamboo, don't they? Because it sends... They parents love, It love, emails love it. directly to them, you don't, doesn't it? You just take pictures of your kid, their kid and it'll send an email right to them with a picture or mm -hmm. a newsletter or... Anything, anything. Anything you want to do. And it's very, very easy. It takes you about 10 minutes to get your whole class added. And then after that, it takes... 20 seconds to communicate with parents. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member 
of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for educators, by educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcastnetwork.com. Now can I listen to it?